0: But first, a word from our sponsor. And now, on with the show. The welcoming of the outside, the forests and the woodlands. Growing up to wonder. Wandering outside in the rain, inside in your mind. Your thoughts are still your own. That doesn't mean you are the same as everyone else. There are many ways of living, but you don't have to disappear. Leave a trace so you can connect. Leave a trace for those who need to find you. Living on the outskirts of society, in the wilderness, could seem like a dream. However, within the story of a father and daughter, it is simply a way of life. It can be observed that there is an unstoppable force driving Will, the father, to constantly move and change his routine, even his walking patterns. His daughter, Tom, trust his insights and knowledge of how to survive without a second thought. In this trail of breadcrumbs, where we, the audience, follow their story, this idea of blindly following a parental figure can eventually take its toll. Not in the sense of misbehaving or running away, but in the aspect of growing up and finding out things for oneself. The eventuality of change through learning that though a parent is there for their child, it doesn't mean the child must think like their adult counterpart. This is two takes, and this is one shot, an analysis of the film, Leave No Trace. Be warned, spoilers might happen throughout. The aspect of leaving no trace is a hard thing to master. Will and his daughter, Tom, have developed a sustainable living system, whereas everything is used. A primary example is the use of a boiled egg. They eat it with salt, using the shelf of their makeshift garden as a border to keep out pests, It shows that everything they do has a use. Their foraging is meticulous, not grabbing or picking too many, but only what they need, and never in the same place. When they find something, such as a necklace, Tom is taught to be allowed to take it if no one comes to pick it up, essentially emphasizing the respect of things she has around her, and understanding that her father, Will, regards things with a thoughtfulness and tenderness when he is in his own environment. When he is not, That is when we realise, especially with the hints at the beginning of the film, that he is mentally incapable to cope in society. His insistence of new paths, when showing Tom that he can recognise his own footprints, presents a hint that where they are is not exactly legal. However, it is difficult to tell until the dots are all connected together. Will chooses to teach his daughter the importance of hiding and covering in the foliage, making it almost like a lesson or a game. Another dot that connects is his sudden wakefulness from a bad dream that has no visual cues, but the auditory clue of helicopters. Another interesting dot is Tom's insistence of our hunger and how, now almost a woman, can cook for herself and even insist to cook for her father who, throughout the movie, does not find it a necessity to eat or, in some parts of the film, to rest and find shelter. Will's constant moving, especially when they decide to go back to the forest, a different one, shows a helplessness and powerful urge to keep going by the fear of others finding him. He's not a wanted man per se, but rather his lifestyle can be better managed in a societal form. This situation is made clear when they decide to go into town to buy groceries with money that Will has gotten via selling his PTSD medication. How do we know it's for that? Because the person he sells it to, a homeless man in a makeshift shelter, describes them, and how essentially useless they will be. Will looks almost as if he's not really listening, but rather thinking about other things, such as his daughter's growing hunger, and perhaps her growing into her own. An exchange between them, where Tom exclaims she's growing, has her father almost with resonation reply, I know. Tom's growing identity is almost eclipsing his own, with her thoughts seeping through the cracks, like at their makeshift shelter, and becoming her own person. This is made apparent throughout the film with the choices that were made, but we shall get to that later. PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. A distressing disorder where a person who has seen or been in a traumatic event can involuntarily relive the moment in the form of flashbacks, nightmares, images or distressing physical sensations. If we were to observe Will throughout the film, especially when he has a job cutting down Christmas trees, think of the loud noises. And the immediacy of escaping the first accommodation because of this, we can link some symptoms to the disorder. The first thing that could be pointed out is that in certain scenes a seahorse is presented. This is because a seahorse is a classic slash poetic word meaning hippocampus and within the brain the hippocampus is shaped like a seahorse. PTSD is known by a blown out hippocampus which, in turn, is caused by an overstimulated amygdala, the organ that produces terror. In a healthy brain, the hippocampus double-checks the source of an alarm and switches off the amygdala, if not judged urgent. This is nearly instantaneous, so that the person may not even be aware of a terror prompt that has occurred before the hippocampus cancels it. In PDST sufferers, the hippocampus has been burned out by one or more intensely traumatic events so that the amygdala keeps pumping terror prompts into the neural system over and over, with little or no interference. Hence the experience of flashbacks, sudden irrational terror originating from a trigger sensed by the amygdala, but partially not even known to the victim. Therefore, the seahorse is a recurring theme that represents Will's Disorder. Going further into other items that help the audience, there is an article that Tom discovers within their important papers that has the headline A unit stalked by suicide, trying to save herself. Though Tom will only get to see the beginning of the article, it can give the impression of many things. As it stands, with that kind of title, we can only assume that her father was in the Battleton and is struggling, or that her father can relate to this article through the struggle of PTSD. However, if one would go into the internet and read the whole thing, it gives a completely different impression. With the impressive overload of statistics and in-depth interviews, it gives a more informal view of how these veterans had struggled with depression and PTSD. It shows how they have desperately sought help with the US Veterans Affairs Department and found either ineffective therapy, being overloaded with drugs, or a waiting period, for some, to be years before they ever being seen. This article that presents the idea of fear within suicide actually emphasises the ineffectiveness of therapy within society for veterans, and how those affected have found effective treatments by helping each other and getting involved in things that can help others, such as organic farming. And so, from my point of view, after understanding what the article has been saying, I feel Will keeps this to remind himself that yes, depression and suicide is a major factor for others and himself that suffer PTSD, but also to emphasize his closed-case judgment of how society is not helping. Therefore, he chooses nature as a form of therapy. But remember, this article and its findings are always open for discussion, and what I have said is simply a theory at this point. Going back to another scene earlier in the movie, will presents more of his pdst symptoms within the scene of the christmas trees and the discussion with his boss we can see will would rather work with animals trying to find something soothing however the man refuses and explains he gets his money from cutting down trees i would find this ironic since will would come from the woods only taking what he needs and letting the ecosystem continue like a nomad and now he must cut them down for a societal event such as christmas The intense loudness of the chainsaw has Will holding his head in stress, quietly perhaps feeling symptoms of headaches and dizziness. Another aspect of PDST that is pronounced within Will is two things. Hyperarousal, the feeling of being on edge, often leading to sleeping problems and difficulty concentrating. And then there is avoidance and emotional numbing. Everything not concerning Tom, his daughter, he is numb to. And this could explain his lack of necessity of eating and shelter. Almost as if, if it weren't for Tom, he would just continue walking to an unknown destination. Will also has a habit of not really answering questions about himself. A prime example is the first question that Tom asks her father, what was his favourite colour? To which he asks her what her favourite colour is instead. Will does not like to talk about himself, and what is even more stressful is that this is more pronounced in the vocal questionnaire that he was forced to do whilst Tom was elsewhere being questioned. When he is filling out a vocal questionnaire, and is asking things such as, Do you have difficulty enjoying things? Have you felt distant or caught off from people? Are you unable to have sad or loving feelings? With only a three-second slot of a response into a dramatically loud beep ensures to the next question, has Will struggling to keep up. Eventually we find him, his head in his hands, the head set off, and a man attempting to sympathise with him. Then this man then begins another round of questions, letting Will have the time to think and answer. And what was interesting was the next question was about whether or not Will was proud of his daughter, and without hesitation, he responds yes. The questionnaire felt like an inhuman experience, an analysis based on the person's answers that would determine, through data and through only yes or no answers, I might add, their diagnosis. This is the complete opposite of what tom got she got to speak to a person them asking her questions and for tom to respond the way she felt this places two things in motion that will was not getting the help he should be getting and it was unwanted and tom was getting the help without wanting it though subconsciously needing it why because she learns to adapt and then she learns that not everyone is against her and will cannot almost as if Will might be seen as a lost cause, but Tom could be rescued. What do you think? It wasn't really about the aspect of saving them, but rather doing a kindness by attempting to help them. And even though they had ran away, other discoveries, such as finding the cabin in the woods giving them shelter, and how the owner of a RV park let them stay so Will have time to mend his leg, were setting them up for Will to recover and for Tom to grow an act that they would only want reciprocate back when the time was right. The more Tom set about talking and listening and observing those around her, the more she understood that the only barrier she and Will were setting up was around themselves. And then, when it came to the moment of realization, of having the time away from her father, as he was asleep resting his broken leg, she had time to reflect on what she thought was good and true, and the life she had led, Though not the same course of action as most people she has met, she can understand that she can make her life through the help of the people around her. And although we understand that Tom was not like other girls, with a scene clearly explaining the difference when two other girls are making dream balls and wanting physical things, we can understand Tom's optimism and belief in the face of the two girls who do not believe that their families are coming to get them. Tom has an unwavering self-belief, a wide-eyed honesty that makes us realise that she is not as naive and young as we initially thought. Tom essentially tries to take matters into her own hands when she gives the woman who owns the RV money so she can rent it and stay, giving herself and her father some permanence in their temporary shelter living. We see here that, without asking her father, Tom wanted to make a stand, to make her father stay still, to perhaps reflect like she did, to fight for a place in the community that she feels close to, To get her own two feet, and bring the recurring idea that what Will has, his illness, is not within Tom. Saying to her father, what's wrong with you, isn't wrong with me. Devise their barriers, and heartbreakingly shifts her reliance on him to herself. She has become her own person, and Will, even before, back in the woods, knew this day would come. Leave No Trace, a distinguished title that almost sounds like a demand or a plea of sorts. It could perhaps emphasize the difference between Will and Tom's lack of reliance of the societal norm and their living could be continued by this rule. But leaving no trace could also mean many things in different contexts. At the beginning of the film, there is this unwavering us-against-them dynamic between Tom and Will and the outside world. They are in their own little bubble, quite literally leaving no room for anyone else. Their lifestyle and the way they live has them distancing themselves so much that they lack connections with anyone else besides each other. Leaving a trace, something at least, would have an opening for others to venture into, and by the end, it is apparent that Tom and Will's tiny bubble expands because of the many people that come and go, but because of these interactions, they also separate into two bubbles, into two different people, one for Will and one for Tom. Will is stuck in the past and tom is venturing towards the future finally understanding that she cannot shout her father anymore that, that her journey is only just beginning and if she stayed with will she would only stagnate it is a bittersweet ending of tom growing up and wanting to explore outside of her father's protection understanding that there are many good people that are outside of their bubble that she can befriend and learn from will lets her go knowing deep down that his love for her is always there, and that she knows this. She knows her father loves her, and her only hope for him is that he comes back to visit, and for him to understand that he has a friend if he needs help. Thus, even Will, without knowing it, leaves a trace within Tom. If you enjoyed what was said, please follow me on Anchor and Spotify. Be kept in the loop for new episodes by following my Instagram, if you have any questions, email me at podcast one at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.